Hello and welcome to Kaiju Curry House episode 110. I'm Connor and I'm joined as always by Paul. Unfortunately, Joe couldn't be here at the moment because um, he's got graduation. So um, our boys uh, getting ahead in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, um, as always, we start with the usual question. Uh, Paul, what have Kaiju been up to? Well, I've got myself in the Christmas spirit by watching Krampus. Oh. Which is, you know, it, it, I, I'm trying to think. I think I've watched it every year now since I first came across it. It's mm. such a fun film. I know it's not like Kaiju Kaiju, but it's got some cool. That Jack in the Box is creepy as hell. Yes. I've actually still yet to see it, actually, believe it or not. Okay. Um, okay. Cause it's, um, it's done by, um, oh, is it Mike Doherty, isn't it? The guy who directed King of the Monsters. So it's like, you know, there's yeah. a whole Monsterverse link there. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's a Christmas film that's obviously horror, but it's also lots of fun. You know, mm -hmm. there's like killer gingerbread men and stuff. But um, there's also some really horrifying things, like I said, like the jack-in-box that eats kids. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's a nice take on the, on the the Christmas tale of um, be careful what you wish for, I guess. And, to uh, be appreciate fair, what you've got. To be fair, jack-in-the-box is creepy in its own because it's just like... The worst da, da, toy da, together, kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just like you just wonder if the people that invented the Jack in the Box were just very sadistic. You know, but um, oh no, no. I mean, it's meant to be fun, isn't it? Yeah, it's fun, and then it's like surprise. <laughs> but you don't expect it to come out, and its jaw just like split in two, and it's just like gobbling people up like a snake. Oh god, yeah. Now you actually have me curious to actually see Krampus now at some point, but yeah, uh... and it's on Netflix. <laughs> um, that's where I watched it. So absolutely, if you've got Netflix and you want to watch something Christmassy but not traditional, then go go for a bit of a horror. Um, <laughs> other than that, I've started playing a game that's been on my what, backlog list. It's been something I wanted to play for years now. It's called Castlevania: Lords of Shadow. It was Ooh. back on the 360, the Xbox 360. So it's, I don't know how old. It's probably at least a decade old by now. I think it came out in 2015. I might be wrong. Let you check it out. Um, yeah, it, it's old. Mm -hmm. um, but it's done, it's done, but it's, Kano, uh, yeah, Konami game. But it's done with uh, Kojima Productions. So back when Kojima worked there, mm -hmm. which adds a bit of, you know, Bit of a heavyweight to it and it's um it's narrated by patrick stewart ah uh, yes um which is great so that's where the budget went <laughs> i mean yeah I, I love his voice he's got such a great voice and he's yeah he's you know telling stories and that's got loads of creatures in it and i, I just thought this boss which i think they're called like the white witch or something but it's this massive demonic bird thing and it makes this roar that i i don't know where it's from but i swear i've heard it before I don't know if it's just a generic monster roar that's been used in some cheaper films or if they've just ripped it straight out of like a, a Godzilla or Gamera film. But I'm going to try and like find a clip and I'll put it in and then someone can tell me what on earth I know it from because I know it's not from that game. You know, video games for the longest time have been like taking roars from like different like kaiju films and all that and just applying them to characters. Like, Yeah, um... I think they must have been. I don't know how they get the rights to it or if they don't yeah Don't like check. like we have say say way back even on the super nintendo you got the likes of super metroid that uh most of the monsters in that uh game that you fight reuse godzilla character uh sounds you know what and this yes indeed Do they really yeah so if you listen to say ridley as angiris if you yeah. listen to I think it's uh, Mother Brain. It's Mothra, of all things. Um, in fact, they use Mothra for the, the Metroids as well. Now um, yeah, actually, now you've mentioned that, the, the Metroids do sound like... Uh, I love that game, and I've never made that link. I'm going to have to replay it. And it's a shame that Joe isn't here, because uh, Crocomire, who is the, the monster who unfortunately gets cooked in Super Metroid to be a skeleton... You know, even for a Nintendo game, that's pretty graphic, but um, uh, uses Titanosaurus's roar. So, yeah, you've got a oh, whole selection wow. of Godzilla monsters to 
killed brutally in this entire game. Oh, that's amazing. I'm, I'm, I think I've got that on the um, mini SNES mini. Mm-hmm. I actually have the cartridge itself. You've got the cartridge, have you still? Okay, I yeah. I sold that when I was a child. Yeah. Probably worth a fortune now, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, like, uh, God, that was like £60 for that uh, copy back in the day. You know, it came like, with, uh, a, with a huge A4 full-colour guide. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I got mine second-hand, of course. Not like a brand-new copy, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Lord help us if it was like an actual brand-new copy of the game. <laughs> But uh, it's it's funny as well that um, it uh, kind of showed that Nintendo back then didn't really care much about the European market, or at least the say like the UK market, because um, by default you can't change this at all. Um, it has by default Spanish and German subtitles. There's no off button, so <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're trying to read this, and then you just see this German just come across the screen. It's like oh god. Well, oh, it must, you must be able to turn that off. No, you can't. You know. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I've got a German copy. Who knows? <laughs> You've got a German copy because you could play games from different regions. I think I got a German copy of like, Jurassic Park for, the, for that because yeah. there was no... Yeah, I, don't, I think you could play them on any any region. It didn't, didn't matter, any, at least within Europe. So if any of our listeners like Super Nintendo games and would like to confirm that uh, the UK version of Super Metroid has German subtitles for some reason, please write in the comments below. Well, I will definitely get get the mini out and I will boot up Metroid, which I'm sure is just an emulation of the European version, and I will see what it's got on it. Yeah. but uh... Oh, that was such a good game. Yeah, and you've made me want to play that now mm-hmm. and find out what these noises are. That's a that's a fantastic little fact there, Connor. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But, yeah, uh... I'll let you. I'll let you know how I got on with Lord of Shadows. Um, but so far, it's it's um, it's fun. It's a third person action adventure where you go around killing trolls and vampires and every, everything in between. There's there's just lots of uh, it's kind of it, if you imagine the older God of War games. Boy. But with vampires and, and monsters, as opposed to the, was it Greek myths you were fighting? Not the yeah, myths, but you know. In the first, the original well, God of the, War. Yeah, game, like the original was, two or three. Uh, it was Greek uh, gods and all that. Um, okay, yeah. Only recently, I think they changed it to Norse mythology, even though the character Kratos is still in it, but uh, don't think about it. You know, just no. uh, just, okay. just accept it. It's a game. Just go with it. Uh, <laughs> But... Yeah, so that's that's what I've that's all I've done actually. Yeah, just just watched Krampus and played that game. I'm sure I'll be doing more. I do want to start watching uh, Ultraman series two before season three comes out next year. So that's something I plan to binge over the um, the holiday break. Which I will actually mention we're recording this before Christmas, although this is dropping on Boxing Day, so we don't know what we've got. We could have got some awesome kaiju gifts to talk about. We yeah. might not. Uh, it's also freezing outside. So anyone watching, I'm wearing a hat because it's so cold because I film in my garage where it's... And, uh, and I'm currently recording next to my freezer and I have a blanket <laughs> on that no one can see. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. so um, Connor, what have Kaiju been up to? Well, Paul, um, as I mentioned uh, last episode, I got uh, Kong 76 and here's my copy that hey. I forgot to bring on last uh last uh, episode and um i hadn't seen in a while and um I, th- I thought well i'll just spend the night watching it and i did and uh i liked it back uh i liked it now as i, did, I liked it back then i suppose um you don't sound very enthusiastic well you know it's like as a film you've seen before you know it's just like there's not much you can say about no. it, it, um, it does it hold up or is that nostalgia talking now i suppose it holds up in some places, yeah. Um, Not that you would have watched it when it originally released. No, but um, no, like I had like a, an old Studio Canal DVD of it from okay. like the early 2000s. So, you know, it's just like, it's one of those things where um, the DVD tends to hide more things. Yes. Like, because of the lower quality compared to this, which is from a 4K scan. Um, in fact, the thing with these Studio Canal releases is that uh, I've noticed this in a few releases that they've done because they recently did the uh, the Doctor Who films in 4K recently. So that's yeah. the two Peter Cushing films. Um, 
And they always like put like a stamp at the start of each film, like saying like this is remastered from this copy or something, this original negative, which allegedly King Kong comes from the original negative as well. Um, but uh, some of the special effects still stand up, like uh, the Kong suit. Um, so um, Kong is portrayed as a man in a suit in this film. Um, okay. They wanted to get Ray Harryhausen. Of course they too, did. Too, too expensive. But um, <laughs> so they got um, they got Rick Baker, who, as you, as any horror fan would know, is the special effects director of, of films like uh, American Will from London and all that. Um, he he did not design Kong, but he played Kong. That's right. So oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he uh, he played Kong in this movie, and I will say that from 1976, that Kong costume still looks really good. You know, um, from what I was reading, like they tried to make Kong more humanoid, right? Maybe because of some man in suits, so of course they're going to make him more humanoid. Um, but um, the uh, other than that, you know, like the suit, like keep in mind, like the Godzilla series had not long finished when this film got made, right? Yeah, the I was last Godzilla, how the timeline goes for that. The last Godzilla film was Terror Mech Godzilla, right? Now imagine that compared to how Kong looks in this film, right? That's only a year difference, you know. But then again, you're comparing Hollywood budgets to Toho budgets. So yeah, so Toho not... wasn't like a shoestring budget, wasn't it? Although, although, although there is a giant robot Kong in this film, right? What? So, some context. So, near the end of the film, when they capture Kong and bring him back to land, um, they wanted to have an animatronic prop that audiences could basically, real people could stand around, look, look, it's Kong, he's real, you know, um... For, for stars, the, the animatronic looks nothing like Rick Baker in the suit. And it broke down. So, in total, most of the shots that you see of the, the animatronic Kong is just standing there, motionless. <laughs> and the one bit where we actually do see it, its arms sort of, like, move, but its hand goes slack, so it's like, like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the last time you see this the animatronic oh, Kong. Waste. <laughs> yeah, and that costs. I want to say fourteen million, but I'm probably wrong. Um, that's probably way off. But it was I mean, that's very like expensive. more of the budget of a Godzilla film. You know, that's all the suits. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, for those who haven't seen it as well. Oh yeah, another fun fact about Rick Baker. Um, so he played King Kong in this one, right? But in Kong 2005, he was one of the pilots that shot ah. down Kong. So he got to be Kong and he got to kill Kong. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, Kong 76. So another thing that you should be aware of for those who haven't seen it is even though it's a remake of the 30s Kong, they set it in modern day. So basically the modern day of the 1970s, right? Um, so it's... Um, it's rather than say like a film crew going to try and find Kong, it is um, sort of current, I guess, or like it's actually an oil company trying to find a spot to find more oil, right? Okay. And it just so happens they come across Kong, they find that the oil is practically useless. They think, wait a minute, monkey, we'll take <laughs> the monkey. monkey. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they take it back to, to New York as the new mascot for the oil company, and of course that doesn't go right at all. It goes completely wrong. Who'd have thunk? Um, that sounds... Didn't they do that in, in Mothra? Um, sort of. of yeah. Mothra, they, they, they take the... They take something back, don't they? Is it the fairies, or is it actually Mothra? Um, they take the fairies. They the fairies, um, and they're going to be... Yeah, which in itself is almost like the same plot as King Kong as well, if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Every kaiju film's derivative. <laughs> Fight me, Joe. Don't let Joe <laughs> say that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, although, one thing I will say is um, there is an uncomfortable feeling with the Kong 76 film, and that is its finale, because um, the original Kong, as well as the Peter Jackson's remake, 
Kong climbs the tallest building at the time, which was the Empire State Building. Kong 76 is the World Trade Center. Yeah. It's, and, they do, and they do film inside the World Trade Center as well. Oh, really? So it's a very, very odd experience watching this film, knowing what happened. But uh, yeah, but then again, it's the 1970s, you know, they weren't the... They didn't know that was going to happen. You know, it's but, just no, no. I think you can forgive them. For no, that. I no. mean, isn't there a, the Godzilla versus Megalon poster where there is both of them are standing on top of the the World Trade Center? So, yeah, yeah. It's it's unfortunate, but at the end of the day, it it's a part of history. They happen. Exactly, yeah, no, I don't think we should shy away from <laughs> where it was filmed because of that. That being said, the poster for it also shows Kong fighting. Uh, jet fighters on top of the the world trade center which oof, um yeah not good um which is funny because it's actually helicopters he fights in the movie so where the jet fighters uh, came in on the posters beyond me um but yeah it's just it just shows like uh i don't know this kind of a rough segment i think oof um I think we should move on from that. I think. What, what do you say, Paul? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I had an interesting—I don't want to say kindly conversation, but I did have an interesting message um, from one of our listeners about the Godzilla birthday episode. Oh, so um, you might remember for episode one hundred, we had a message from M. Bryant who said that um, she was taking a sip. Of, of lemonade every time we said kaiju or, or godzilla celebrating you know 100 episodes um did the same thing for godzilla's birthday right um and actually made a note of every time we said the word so would you like to guess how many times we said kaiju in the godzilla episode of kaiju curry house did you actually count for real like yes uh... for real <laughs> okay how much did you count <laughs> so yeah so we counted both the word kaiju and the word godzilla so how many times do we say kaiju and or godzilla in the godzilla episode of kaiju Guys? <laughs> oh dear um <laughs> i'm not even gonna guess <laughs> okay i'll just uh it's we said kaiju 16 times right godzilla 102 oh, dear. oh no oh no <laughs> <laughs> so a fair amount of times is this is this also counting the name of the podcast though as well because we it would have, be we have to say kaiju we'd have to say yeah hello it's kaiju curry house kch there you go <laughs> so kaiju is going to be said well 16 times there you go <laughs> i mean because I, I think that's like a, probably an average amount of times i don't know but godzilla 102 times is an awful lot even if it was his birthday I wonder, like, uh, how many times we can say Godzilla in a sentence just to make this uh, this girl completely <laughs> miserable. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. Kaiju. I mean, Kaiju is clearly the 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 main word we say, but we are called Kaiju Curry House, so I think we're allowed. Yeah. Oh, for Godzilla's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I just yeah. I just wanted to bring that up. Anyway, Connor. Um, as we said, this this is the the Boxing Day special, isn't it? It's going to be released in between Christmas and New Year, and we're just going to have a little chat about what's been happening in the world of kaiju before we, you know, this is how we're going to see out twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's correct. What um, what do you want to discuss? Because you you rather excitedly told us about MonsterVerse Omnibus, <laughs> oh, the recently announced Kickstarter project. By the time of this recording, this was announced about 20 minutes ago, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, Legendary Comics, Legendary Comics, they actually made a legend, uh, a comic brand, is yeah. releasing a uh, an omnibus uh, collection of all the MonsterVerse comics. So, um, let me try and list off all of them. Uh, this is how professional we are. So, so we've got Godzilla there. Awakening, mm -hmm. Kong Skull Island, Birth of Kong, Yep. Godzilla Aftershock. Mm -hmm. Godzilla Dominion. Yep. And Kingdom Kong. Yep. Plus and an all-new story, Call mm -hmm. to Action, set during the events of Godzilla versus Kong. Amazing. So yeah. that is yeah, that's six. That's six stories. Yes, six legendary stories comics. For, yeah. For the price of one. 
What's 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 the catch, Paul? What's the catch of this? Well, <laughs> if you would like this um, fantastic collection of comics, it will cost you a mere ninety nine dollars. Oh my god! Ninety nine dollars <laughs> on Kickstarter because Legendary, it, they've come across hard times. You know, they need fan backing. And Kickstarter take around 20%. So this seems a really stupid move to me. But hey, what do I know? So we have this big movie studio that uh, has projects with almost everyone, all the major studios, mm -hmm. with two characters that are also very... They're pretty well-known. characters, you know, yeah. I'm... Such as King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> oh, sorry, he's not King Kong. You know, that's a... Another legal matter altogether, but um, sorry, Kong. Um, and they're doing a Kickstarter. I don't, I mean, is it like a, a marketing thing to try and build buzz? Because I just, it seems strange because the comics, none of those comics were kickstarted. No. Nope. As far as I know. And now they're saying, well, if you want them all in one bundle, you're going to have to kick, maybe because they've sold, all the fans have bought them before. Mm. They're trying to think of a way to make it. Because they don't want to produce loads and no one's going to buy it. I suppose this is a safer way. Not to um, mention, um, the they're very loose with continuity in terms of like matching up the films as well. So, you know, you can spend all this money on a essentially books that don't really matter to the main scheme of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can buy all those books probably for what ten quid each. Yeah, I would have thought exactly. on Amazon right now. Um, <laughs> Unless they've uh, done a sneaky thing that took them down. Took them oh, down, boy. yeah. I mean, oh. interestingly enough, if you want to appear in the comic, you can. It'll just set you back $2,000. You you will be the best Godzilla fan. You, <laughs> you really will. <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, then again, it reminds me how um, Toho funded the Oh, Gigan the um, suit. suit, didn't they? Again, yeah. yeah what, what's all that about? Mm -hmm. I I, maybe, I mean, it's nice... If they put the you pay and you get your name in the credits, mm. you're like, oh cool, yeah, I was I was part of that. I don't I don't mind that if they if you have to chuck them like I don't know five quid or something. Say like, yeah, give us a little bit and we'll we'll put your name in it. We'll give like you an exclusive T-shirt. Something like that. That's fine. But this just feels dirty. Like, I mean, why? I mean, I mean, like I said in like the Godzilla episode, like in comparison, the people who make Ultraman recreate suits from the 60s all the time and probably less the budget probably took to build mm. the Gangan suit so who knows but even then yeah they did this Pacific Rim as well legendary they did the Pacific Rim on, on the bus and again you know um as much as we like Pacific Rim um I don't know I wouldn't expect it to sell that well either you know like Pacific Rim in general you know yeah. like but uh yeah so if you guys want to back legendary comics and give them 99 pounds of your money <laughs> to buy comics that you could probably or, get for 40 quid i will, I will say you can buy all the the digital edition seems quite good so you get the digital bundle which is all of them in pdf format for 15 dollars. yeah now that i don't mind like, like oh you know because oh there's one new story and that'll probably cost me 10 15 anyway. I might as well get the whole bundle. It's just digital. That's I, I don't mind that. That's not too bad. But Paul, you get enamel pins, you know? You get enamel pins, Paul. And, I've got to pay 149 to get the pins. But uh, look at Kong, you know? Like, they clearly drew, <laughs> drew a beard on Kong, but because of how enamel pins are, it looks like he's it's got just a, a double chin. chin, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Chad Kong. But, well, uh... you've got until Friday, January the 13th to back it if you change your mind. Yeah. In fact, um, uh, Connor's birthday's in January, so if you want to give him an early birthday press. <laughs> oh, there we go. We'd all come together, put $2,000 together to get you in the comic. Yes. <laughs> oh, Invader Design invades Godzilla. There you go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um yeah oh, oh, course... i'll just just let you know because of the shipping estimate looks to be around 33 dollars mm. that's uh... and then you're also it's just saying you're responsible for any vat import duties taxes or other fees so it might be a little bit more um than that 
This reminds me of when I got my uh, my Prusa 3D printer. So for those that don't know, uh, I like to 3D print stuff. And uh, um, I decided to invest in a very expensive uh, plastic printer by a company called Prusa, which is in the Czech Republic. Um, now, we have to keep in mind, this is after Brexit happened. So uh, import fees and custom fees just went up the, the wazoo pretty much. So what was an £800 printer ended up being a £1,000 investment. <laughs> that must be a good printer. Um, it hasn't let me down, unlike some of the other printers that I've had. So okay, there we go then. Money well spent. Yeah. But um, anyways, another news. Um, Paul, you like Transformers, do you? I do like Transformers. Yes. I like Gen 1. You like Gen 1. That's that's good enough. I liked Bumblebee. Bumblebee was good. Yep. Um, And we're getting a sequel to Bumblebee, which is Transformers. Okay. Transformers. that's a sequel, is it? Yep. Um, uh, Basically, it's the reboot that they don't want to admit as a reboot, but is a reboot of Transformers. It's a re uh, so hang on, I'm just trying to think. So was Bumblebee no Bumblebee must have been after the originals because Bum- Bumblebee Bumblebee was, it, was, was a, it? it was a reboot of the whole franchise. Was that was it was that a prequel? It's it's a prequel slash reboot. <laughs> a prequel slash reboot, okay. They don't want to admit it's a reboot, but it is a reboot. <laughs> right. Um okay. Yeah. Anyway, just... sorry, so Rise of the Beast is the new film, yeah. Yeah, okay. and um, this is going to mix the G1 stuff with the Beast Wars stuff. So, you know, you know what? Um, you might be thinking, wait, this is a kaiju uh, thing. You know, like, surely, like, we should be talking about kaiju. Really... Listen, Transformers start off as a Japanese toy brand. We can talk about them if we want. <laughs> <laughs> it's Christmas. Let us talk about it. It's Christmas. Yeah. Um, yes. So, uh... oh, man. I mean, oh. I, I I watched the Beast one. Was it Beast Wars? Um, there's two cartoons. There's Beast Wars and uh, Beast Machines. I mean, okay, I remember what? Beast Wars. I don't think I watched Beast Machines, and that was it was all right, but it still doesn't compare to, to the originals. Mm. So just because I grew up with that, mm. and as I grew up, as I got older, I you know, lost lost a bit of interest. But uh, I don't know. I'm a little bit tired of the Transformers films. I've been tired of them for a long time. It was only Bumblebee was actually decent. Yeah, so, it's just uh, it's just like, um, oh man, you mean to tell me they want a fun adventure movie and not just uh, weird, strange jokes and making the Transformers as disgusting as possible? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh God, I would say I'm not at the moment. I'm not excited for this film, mm-hmm. but I will watch it. I guess if it, if it looks all right. Have, have you seen trailers? clips anything there was only one trailer at the moment for okay. at the time of this recording for rise of the beasts you've never faced anything like this let them come it's um it's got optimus it's got bumblebee it's got the usual crew all we need yeah and biggie smalls in the background so yeah just to just that trailer hype you know like <laughs> okay yeah um but I am happy that they're still using the G1 designs, by the looks of things, mostly for the, the Autobots. Yeah. So they've learned their lesson. They've, they've... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Although Optimus still has that weird mouth thing, which I, I don't like. That's one aspect I've never liked about uh, the... Uh, well, there's actually a few things I don't like about the live-action Transformers films. But um, Is it still Megatron? Uh, Megatron is... But and is he now maybe, a T-Rex? Maybe in this one? I, I don't know. They've never shown Megatron in the trailer, so whether or not he's in it or not. It's uh, okay. it's Scourge. So if you're a fan of G1, you'll know who Scourge is. Say Scourge, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, guy, the one the mustache. You know, like, uh, <laughs> oh That's an, actually, I hate how in like the later Bay films, they uh, get, started giving Transformers facial hair, but it's like in the cartoon, it's like, oh, it's like a metal plate. It was a metal bit, yeah. No, no, it's like we must have actual <laughs> strands of hair and just make it, uh, oh, they cough up green blood or whatever. It's like, no, stop. Um, but, um, and uh, yeah, so from what I can tell, yeah, they're using G1 designs, you know, they're um, using the Maximals from Beast Wars. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, I guess there's not much else I can say. Just hopefully it'll be good and not just uh, poo poo like seventy percent of the Transformers. Yeah, say most of them have been pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, though I still stand by that the special effects of those films are still top notch. Oh, yeah. the effects are fine. Yeah, I've got no problem with the effects. Mm-hmm. Um, despite what it's a devastator, but um, I mean, so, yeah, I mean that's yeah, they, that's, that's they, not devastator. I, I um. <laughs> They they sell toys off of those, so it's like, hey, I can't do <laughs> um, Oh, speaking of uh, uh, strange, uh, inappropriate things, I watched uh, Pinocchio recently, the Guillermo Totoro uh, oh. uh, Pinocchio film, right? Okay. He's just a puppet. No, I'm not. I'm a real boy. Um, which you, you know, Connor. That's not a kaiju film. What are you talking about? Nah, ah, ah, ah. Um, the, so it's a it's an interesting remake of Pinocchio. Have you seen it, uh, Paul? I have uh, not. No. Yeah, there's, it's pro- there's two Pinocchios recently released, isn't there? Three Pinocchio films. Three. Oh god. Yeah. So there's. I haven't uh, seen Del- any of them, but I I thought there was like a Disney one and a Del Toro one. So there's a strange Russian one that came out not long ago, um, okay. which. Uh, uh, it's it's it, I've seen clips. It's terrible. Um, there's a Disney one which is just a straight remake of the original film. Okay, which yeah. is like, but now live action, live action, and yeah, more cringy. Um, and then we have Del Toro's one, which is a stop motion masterpiece through the thunk. But uh, anyways, um, uh, so um, everyone knows the story of Pinocchio, whoever. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. The Del Toro added some stuff that. Uh, put in the 1930s and such, so it's like fascistic uh, Italy and all that, uh, which is an interesting interesting adaption, I suppose. But uh, anyway, so as we know, at, at some point in Pinocchio, uh, he gets eaten by a whale in the uh, in the Disney film, right? Yeah. In the book, it's uh, a fish, a, a big fish, and uh, in the Del Futuro film, it's a big fish as well, but we'll just call it a whale for, just for the sake of things, because everyone knows the Disney version of Pinocchio. Um, they decide to go with a very disgusting design for this uh, this creature, right? Oh, brilliant. Yeah. That's what we um, it's like brownish color. It has these really like glazed over eyes and all that, um, as well as like a million teeth. Um, but that's not so disgusting. And it's, it, it is generally more like a kaiju than like a whale or a fish, honestly, this, this creature. Um, so you know how in the original film, they make the, the whale sneeze in order to escape the whale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in this one, they basically, they want to go out of the whale's blowhole, right? Yeah. Sure. And to get out, they make Pinocchio lie a bunch. His nose grows, they snap it off, and they climb out the wheel. Right? Okay. Um, so it's here's the disgusting part. Right? And this is in a kid's film, keep in mind, right? So the blowholes, there's two of them. There's two blowholes, right? Are sticking out the sides of the whale's head, right? Yeah. And they stick out more. And they don't look like vocals. <laughs> oh, Connor. Actually, uh, is, it, is it a kid's film, this version? Or is it um, aimed at a slightly, you know, later age group? Well, to be fair, you know, like, uh, you could say the original story was for kids. But at the same time, it's still very dark mm. in tone. But, uh, no, there is a lot of dark elements. And... Uh, I think it still works the kids' film. I think uh, you can still have your family come around and watch it, I guess. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, go watch Pinocchio if you want to scar your kids, I suppose, okay. as well as scar yourself. <laughs> right. Um, right. <laughs> Let's oh. move away from that. Yes. Um, so, Gigabash. Yes, Gigabash. Now, Gigabash is a game that I have not played, but I would like to play. I know. It came out around the same time of Dawn of the Monsters, and obviously we had um, um, Alex Rushdie on from 13AM Games talking all about Dawn of the Monsters, and um, that got me really hyped up. And I, I got the what, the physical edition from Limited Run. We had Limited Run on. Um, I tried to track track down someone to talk about Gigabash, and I haven't been able to pin anyone down yet. 
but um it's it's much like the old godzilla destroy all monsters melee or godzilla save the earth that kind of lot but it's all original kaiju mm -hmm. but you know it's it's modern gen so we've got a nice four player free for all online play city smashing kaiju battle royale thing should be a ton of fun it's exclusive to playstation and pc at the moment uh, i think they said yes. they're working on xbox and potentially switch but that's you know down the road they just want to focus on what they've got and they teased godzilla coming around yes. godzilla's birthday they said you know godzilla's kind of like oh well you know i was like i was quite hyped to play the game Although yes it's, it's a more of a social game but online play and now they've announced there's actually a whole godzilla dlc pack yeah where you get the... four characters from solo i was like See, oh i was expecting them to release the dlc characters one at a time no here they are no it's just it's just one pack isn't it because i was yep. thinking oh they're going to charge not to try and make as not make as much money as possible but they're going to say well you know you can buy them all individually or you can get the discount if you buy a, a bundle but no they just it's just one bundle so we've got godzilla mm -hmm. um gigan mecha godzilla and destroyer of all things that was a surprise i was honestly just expecting godzilla morpher king Ghidorah, and maybe mecha godzilla not well Gai that's what came to fall guys recently so it would you kind of think well they're the ones people know but destroyer's well, a real interesting choice that isn't really that well known at all yeah we well, could say the same thing about gigan as well that's like, a guy and yeah aside from the recent birthday celebrations which perhaps why they've done that mm -hmm. yeah and it's a there's very interesting design choice as well so for godzilla they've picked out the heisei design for godzilla for this game as well as destroyer gigan i'm more surprised they use the Showa design because a lot of godzilla media yeah. tends to use the final wars design with like the the buzzsaw hands the, the nope. cooler one yeah and of course mechagodzilla is kiryu from uh, godzilla against mechagodzilla so, so it's a um, bit of a mashup there isn't it <laughs> yeah in in the case of kiryu uh kiryu is very popular uh, in terms of uh, like mechagodzilla's um like they release so much merchandise of kiryu for some reason like oh do uh, they i haven't really yeah. paid attention to that yeah uh especially model kits like um um if anyone builds gundam kits um basically uh they released his sort of like a Kiryu kit that you can build and you can pose in all sorts of ways. So if you want a really cheap figure without having to spend money on the monster or sort of the, the new Soul Chugokin figure that's coming out, you can make your own Kiryu figure. Right, so, okay. That's yeah. cool. But um yeah, I'm I really want to play Gigabash. Um so I do could, I. I There's a demo use, on PC, maybe. I could use Steam but um yeah the problem with me is when you're an artist you uh have a lot of software dedicated to art and 3d printing on your computer that you realize oh i can't install steam it's gonna take too much memory up oh is it so, really is it that much yeah unfortunately oh. yeah that's the that's the price you get for using zbrush and blender and all that jazz but uh okay well i mean it's on i say as at time of recording it's on sale I think they're going to keep it on sale probably to the new year. And I say on sale, I think it's down to £20 for the game, and then it's £8, I believe, for the DLC pack. Which is quite fair. It's very yeah, fair. Yeah, it seems a decent price. Unlike a certain comic uh, company. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh... normally it's, say, £30. So they're, they're basically saying now you can get the DLC pack free if you buy it now, effectively. Which seems, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a good way to Speaking of, bring uh, new people the... in yeah speaking of video games and monsters um actually before i get to that um oh, yeah there was another game that came out that was very similar to what gigabash did with the dlc characters um i can't remember what it was called um it came out i think last year i think um it was sort of like a mech fighting game it's like a it was oh. like a arena mech game and they added ultraman didn't they yes they added ultraman as well as i played the base the original game and i thought it was awful yeah it's like something overdrive mecha overdrive i i can't remember i just remember uh... the combat felt it just didn't feel good i no. mean I remember that was the original i think they then probably have updated it since then but i, I wasn't impressed 
So I, I actually played the sequel. I never played the first game. Only I only bought it for Ultraman. And then, <laughs> That'd be the only reason I buy it. And I think and it's then, been on sale recently. So I was like, oh, do I get it? It's probably not. not? Worth it no. It's not. It wasn't that great. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Override 2 Super Mech League. Mm. That's what it's yeah. called. It's got the Ultraman from the Netflix series, isn't it? Yeah. Which, uh, funnily enough, is the only time that Ultraman actually grows big. <laughs> you don't know that. There's a Series 3 coming next year. Oh, <laughs> oh man. And even then, it's probably going to be like, oh, he's Ultraman. He's big for like two seconds or something because we ran out of money. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, buy Giga Bash. Don't buy that game. S- simple as that. Um, okay. But uh, in terms of other game news, uh, The Witcher 3 is getting a 4K update. Yes, so, yes. I heard about that. Yeah. And it's free. Yes, it's free. So if you already own Witcher 3, congratulations, you have the 4K update. Oh, is that now? Is that out? Like, it's, it's they said out December, now. didn't they? It's yep. out now. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I think I played it back on the PS4 for about half an hour. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that was it and since then i've watched the netflix show and now i'm thinking do you know what? i really like that show i want to go and, and give it another shot because i've heard it's just like a really long tutorial yeah like hours long tutorial and then it opens up and it's really good and you can just go around slaying monsters pretty much yeah that's uh yeah that's the general okay I from once witcher. i finished lord of shadows i will go on to witcher 3 yeah See, I actually bought the game recently as well um, in preparation for the new 4K update. Okay. Um, um, I I like the Dark Souls games. And I think that the combat in the Witcher games is very similar to Dark Souls, right? It's a wee bit clunky, though. That's the thing. <laughs> but, uh... well, it's an old game now, isn't it? I say old. Dark Not... Souls is an old game, and there's no excuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I am enjoying it for for wires, even though it's uh, a bit janky at, at some points. But uh, yeah, definitely a lot of interesting monster designs. Um, yeah, um, though I think it's one of those games where you do need to play the other two games to get what's going on. Because I'm oh, story wise, yeah, I'm completely lost, honestly. Okay. So my bad, I guess. But um, I'm sure. I'm sure the the other two games are cheap to to get. I guess. Um, I think they're remaking the first game. If I'm not right. Mistaken. Yes. Yeah. They are working on remaking the original. Yeah. So uh, that'll yeah. be a while though. So don't don't wait. Play Witcher three now. Play Witcher three now, or you can just wait and just realize why am I not playing video games? But <laughs> just read the books. Read read the book. Yeah, exactly. Buy the books. Buy your yeah, buy, the, buy books. the books for Christmas. Oh wait, this is Boxing Day, so Christmas has passed. <laughs> <laughs> buy the books for the New Year sale. <laughs> oh dear, I'm, I'm sure though you can get the, get the box set for like forty quid or something. But um, yeah, um, yeah. Um, Shit, I know we, we just talked about Ultraman. Shit, Ultraman. Did you say we're now we're getting some details on the on a release outside of Japan? Yes. Um, so it looks like the US is getting like a theatrical release of Shin Ultraman. But okay, good. Uh, they revealed the logo, um, which if, if you know what the uh, the uh, Western version of the Shin Godzilla logo looks like, you know it's like a scribbly sort of like paint sort of look, I guess. Yeah. Which is a shame because the uh, the current Ultraman media has been released. What they've been doing is actually kind of smart, um, where they actually take the Japanese logos, then try to make them into English, I suppose, with that same sort of font. Oh, okay, yeah. Which is very unique. I've, I've never seen, say, the Godzilla brand do that, where they try to recreate the Japanese logos with the English text. So um, that's just from a design... It's, it is linked to Shin Godzilla. I'll just say that. That's a bit of a minor spoiler, I guess. But uh, sorry, folks, who uh, <laughs> were excited for that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, so hopefully that actually does mean a UK release because from what I can tell, it's getting a wide release in the States. So you never know. Yeah, if they're going to go to the trouble of releasing it there, you'd imagine it'd be like Shin Godzilla and get a, like a weekend here or something. But mm. when? It feels like it came out ages ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
I'm not sure I'll need to check. <laughs> at some we, point we, next year. Some point next year. Yeah. Um, watch me just completely jinx it and say, no, it's today. But <laughs> yeah, we, maybe it'd be like a Netflix thing and they'll just someone will get the streaming rights. One day only. That's it. <laughs> um yeah. Um I think I can say that I've seen it. I have actually seen Shin Ultraman. I'm not gonna tell you how I managed to see it. Um but and was it good? <laughs> it was really good, Paul. Really good, okay. Yes, I would say it's on par with Shin Godzilla if you wow. like that film. Yes. Okay. Um, um but also if you're a fan of the original Ultraman TV show, which I am, you know, obviously. But uh um so if you get the chance, regardless of cinemas or not, go check out Shin Ultraman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well we'll we'll try and um Hold off until we get a, a cinema release. Watch it on the big screen. And buy the official release. And buy the official release. Because we want... If it does get a UK release, we obviously want to encourage them to do it more often. Mm, yeah. So that is our preferred method. Yes, exactly. And import, import the Japanese for Yes. Game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. You might, it might not have subtitles, but you can just watch the monster action. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'm there for. That's all that matters. Oh, man. But... Uh, Anyways, uh whole face. Yes. <laughs> that was the I think that's the last bit of kaiju news that we've got, isn't it? Yes, it's been a very dry episode this episode, but uh Well, I mean as you say, it's it, it is the season where yeah. everyone's winding down, there's there's not much going on. Yep. So we're so, just trying to do a nice easy episode. Yep. Um so uh I guess uh, we should move on to, if nothing else, I guess, you know. Well, well should we say a little bit about Coalface? Oh, oh yes, Just, just to let people know what it is, because it's a new graphic novel, isn't it, coming out? Yes. Um, um, okay. Set in I... Britain during the That's 90s, yes. 80s? The Thatcher years? Yeah, so okay. um, 70s, 80s. 70s, 80s, okay. Yeah. And it's about a dragon in a coal mine. Yeah. Is it like Rain of Fire? Um, just in London. I couldn't tell you literally like uh the uh so the uh artist that is uh is doing it is a guy called uh, uh jay gunn right and um for those who uh are fans of playstation one games um he was the uh character artist for the medieval games so if anyone's ever played <laughs> those games back in the day um back in the day in, in the 90s in the 90s yeah i'm sure i'm sure that uh well actually no 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 they got they've remade re into they've remade they did, twice yeah. twice, twice. yeah um medieval must have a lot of fans then yeah um yeah it's strange because uh the first remake was on the psp it was called medieval resurrection right and uh they tried to add a lot of humor into it like because like the original ps1 game was like a dark gothic uh sort of like fantasy sort of thing and the re first remake they tried adding humor like uh the main character has a sidekick in the in the remake who's like uh does like a really bad Borat impression, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um not selling it. And the second remake came out on the PS4 not long ago and uh basically reused the same recordings from like the PS1 game. So if you played the PS1 game, you're not missing much. But uh yeah. Right. Um but it's actually a more convenient way to play it, unless you want to track down the PlayStation One, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, um, from what I've seen, the dragon uh, that Jay Gunn has designed is very kaiju esque, per se. Like, um, cool. and it's got a very unique art style where it's actually drawn in charcoal as well. Haha, <laughs> you uh -huh. know, coal mine charcoal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but um, from what I can tell, you know, it's um, it looks like a very interesting story. I'll just say that, you know, like um, um, it should be coming out in January next year as well. So, oh, very uh, soon. Yeah, um, it's been on the go for a while because um, I've been following this for a while. Um, um, so I guess check out Coalface uh, when you get the chance, whenever that comes out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, who knows? We might even get Jay Gunn on the podcast if we bug him. <laughs> Give it a shot. Yeah, um, he, I'm sure he listens to the. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
but um, yeah. Anyways, I think I think that about does it. I guess. Yeah, but, yeah. Now we can say if nothing else. Yes, I'm rushing. <laughs> I'm rushing at this episode. You are. But, yeah. Um, Paul, if nothing else. If nothing else. I hope you're all enjoying the holidays. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, I'm, I'm assuming everyone still gets leave because it's a public holiday. So, yeah, watch a kaiju film, play a kaiju game, read a kaiju, game, or, or or don't do anything to do with kaiju. Have a break, go watch some rom coms, and then come back in the new year thinking, "God, oh, I'm fed up with rom coms." But yeah. um, all I would say is, if you could give us a shout to let us know. What you got for Christmas, if you've got anything awesome Kaiju related. And I think it'd be really good to hear what people's highlights were of 2022, you know, what their favourite Kaiju related thing was, you know, be it whatever media it is, and what you're most looking forward to in 2023. So everyone, please, please write in, let us know. 22 highlights, 23 looking forward to, and then we'll give them a shout out and probably discuss ours in an upcoming episode in 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's very well said. Yep. Um, and I guess for me, really, uh, go watch Kong 76. It's got a monkey in it. <laughs> Especially that animatronic monkey with the wonky hands. But <laughs> oh, man, what a way to end an episode. But uh, yeah, um, so this is uh, episode 110 of uh, uh, Kaiju Curry House. And as always, keep it kaiju. Well done. Keep it kaiju. Yay! <laughs>